Hi, this is James Barris. I hope you find this talk supports you in your practice. If you'd like to support my teaching, you can use the donate button underneath my picture on Dharma Seed to do that. Your support is greatly appreciated. With this period, we're going to <clears throat> practice and uh, explore <clears throat> the quality of forgiveness. <clears throat> and sometimes it can be helpful to start a, a practice, uh, a session of metta with a little forgiveness. If there's a place that the the heart or the mind is contracted or snagged. <clears throat> you might see if there's something that needs that tender holding that forgiveness can, <clears throat> can afford. Whether it's towards yourself or others. It's a very mysterious thing how we can be holding on to to something or been hurt and um, have a hard time allowing or holding and just in a moment the heart can open and it's so freeing when it does. There's a lot of energy that's tied up in holding on to ill will or anger or aversion, as human as that is. <clears throat> the Buddha said, holding on to anger or having ill will towards someone is like picking up a hot coal and trying to, wanting to throw it at somebody to hurt them and not realizing that you're the one that's getting burned. <clears throat> and so it's important to see that forgiveness is not just about <clears throat> someone else, but about our own, our own benefit. It's for ourselves. And I want to start first with forgiveness towards ourselves. This is something that <clears throat> probably is um, as important a piece as, as any as we're going through the, uh, the practice, how easily caught we are in our own self-judgments about some aspect of who we are or how we should be. When you're sitting here, you might have noticed how easily we can turn on ourselves, thinking we should do better or we're not good enough in one way or another. When really, if we see the, this mind-body process as just a, 
an unfolding of thoughts, feelings, emotions, sensations that have a a natural human quality of causes and conditions, then we can remove the blame. And so we'll spend a, a bit of time first on ourselves. Might as we start the period, first let your attention settle into the heart center, that place we think of that can be touched and touches others. If you want, you might find it helpful to even physically touch your heart center to help you get in touch with that, if it feels right. And breathing in right through the heart, you might breathe, imagine breathing in all the goodwill in this room that's surrounding you, breathe it right inside Help it awaken the goodwill right inside your own heart. And as you breathe out, surround yourself and radiate that energy of benevolence outward. And there's many ways that we can be hard on ourselves or unforgiving. And I wanna just explore a few possibilities of directing this forgiveness. First to our bodies. Perhaps you've noticed aches and pains or you have some condition that creates some suffering in some way, whether it's a knee or shoulder or a chronic disease or um, something um, on the serious side. And just realize that your body is doing the best it can to serve you. Working in so many ways that you don't even think of until something goes amiss. And when there is some difficulty or challenge, the body doesn't need your anger, frustration. It needs a, a kind, appreciative, loving heart. Whether it's your back or your shoulder or some organ or whatever. Love is what heals, not anger. So first appreciate this body serving you the best it can. And that includes whatever outward appearance it has, whether it's straight hair or curly hair or um, other kinds of physical dimensions. This is the one you've been issued. Appreciate it. It's an amazing gift. 
and see what needs forgiveness right now. From your frustration or disappointment. Any particular part of your body that you've been angry with or frustrated with, just send it some kindness and love and appreciation. Whether it's your knee or something more serious. Forgive your body and appreciate it as best you can. As we're doing this, whatever your experience, let it be fine. If you're not quite there, then just forgive yourself for being right where you are. But see if you can extend with that appreciation, that goodwill uh, towards this body serving you. Thank you. I appreciate you doing the best you can. And I'm grateful that you serve me the way you do as best you can. And I forgive you for any ways that I wish it would be different. If you're not quite there, just even wishing you could forgive is a start. There's a wholesomeness in that. Just be right where you are. Just to have a a friendly, warm relationship. Just try it on if it's not so familiar. The body responds to loving energy much better than scolding or aversion.
And another place that we can extend forgiveness in our own body-mind is the mind with all of its thoughts, all of the places that it goes, whether it's judging thoughts or wanting thoughts or angry thoughts or confusion or loneliness or sadness. The mind has a mind of its own. Thoughts come completely unbidden, mostly out of habit. And so if you find yourself frustrated by the thoughts that your mind creates or its seeming inability to be here in the present. It doesn't need your scolding. That's not going to help it settle down. Again, it needs your appreciation and kindness and compassion. And understanding that habits of mind have been practiced for a long time. Don't take it personally. It's just habits. And new ones can be practiced the mind can understand, can awaken, can see things anew. Can have thoughts of kindness and love and forgiveness. Just send some appreciating appreciative thoughts to your mind that tries its best to serve you This mind, as confused as it can get sometimes, is continually looking for what will make you feel better or less pain, even though it's misguided at times. It is trying to support you. That's its function. 
And when it gets confused, understand the confusion. It just doesn't see clearly. So try sending some thoughts of kindness and forgiveness for this mind that's trying to serve you. I forgive you for the ways you get lost. Or the habits that have been practiced that you fall into. What needs forgiveness right now towards your mind? Any particular habits? I forgive your fear or anxiety or wanting. Just part of being human. Invite as best you can uh, an appreciative attitude towards this mind that you've been gifted with. It doesn't need your scolding. It needs your kindness and love. You might also include the heart as well. Heart, mind, chitta, the word stands for both. But for the ways that you get activated and <clears throat> triggered and go off into a strong emotion or mood, rage or 
confusion or depression or lust or worry or sadness or fear all just part of being human don't take it personally And see if you can forgive those responses, practiced habits, responding all on their own. Just not seeing clearly. Forgive your heart too. What needs forgiveness right now? And just extend that towards yourself. Even if it's not quite real, just wish you could forgive. That's a start. And now we can further extend this practice to include our relations with others. First, acknowledging ways that we might not act so skillfully out of confusion, ways that we might have caused harm to someone else, whether knowingly or unknowingly. It's a great burden to think that we've caused harm or to know that. And see if in your heart you can 
at least within yourself, clear, clear up and heal from the past. If there's something that comes to mind that bears attention, something that feels incomplete or unresolved with someone, now's the time to bring some wise, kind awareness. And if some situation comes to mind, you might just first reflect on what was going on for you when you perhaps acted in less than skillful ways that you regret. See if you can understand the confusion or the stress or the not seeing clearly in some way. And as you can see, your part might imagine the other person on the receiving end in front of you and from a very sincere, open, vulnerable place, apologize. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry for any hurt that I might have caused. You might imagine them really hearing your sincerity and taking it in. And without demanding or expecting or even hoping that they can forgive you now, without asking anything of them, you might just say, I'm so sorry and I hope in time you can open your heart and forgive me. The human heart responds to that vulnerability
in any way that I might have caused you harm or pain. I'm truly sorry. And I hope in time you can learn to forgive me. And you also might commit to doing it differently in a similar situation. So you've learned, so there's nothing wasted. As long as you're learning, there's no mistakes. You can't undo the past but you can learn from it. And finally, we can practice extending forgiveness. And if there are things that that have happened to you that you're not ready to forgive, that you're still going through a healing process, or there's been trauma. Then don't go there. You don't need to go until you're ready to. Sometimes the hurt and the pain needs to be processed and have time to heal. But if you do feel ready to extend forgiveness, just know again that you're the one that benefits at least as much as the other. As um, Desmond Tutu, the architect of the reconciliation um, after apartheid, the architect of the forgiveness and reconciliation in South Africa said, forgiveness is the highest form of self-interest. I need to forgive 
so that my own anger and lust for revenge does not corrode my own being. So know that you are the one that benefits when you're ready to forgive. And again, if you wish you could forgive, but you're not quite there, get in touch with that wish, that noble intention. And in time you might find it comes to fruition, but just to know that you have that intention when the time is right. No judgment for where you are. Just forgive yourself for being right where you are. And if someone, something comes to mind that's been painful or snagging you, that you want to practice for yourself and bring that situation into your consciousness. And just as you call up the situation, see if you can first Imagine what might have been going through the other person's mind or heart, just like you did it for yourself a few moments ago. As you can see, we all do things out of confusion, just like we can cause upset or harm to others, so we can be on the receiving end. The Dalai Lama says that when somebody has upset us, understand that most of the time, it's not that they're trying to hurt us, it's just that their internal reality is intersecting with our internal reality in a way that doesn't match our hopes and expectations. But People do things because it makes sense to them at the time, as bizarre as they might be. See if you can understand with compassion the confusion that might have caused somebody to act in an unskillful way. Not seeing clearly Not understanding. Caught in their own desires or stories or fears.
Just imagine Kuan Yin, the Kuan Yin in you, seeing their confusion. for a moment. You might imagine them seeing their confusion, perhaps if it's that possible. But Either way, there's something so generous about the forgiving heart. Like Jesus on the cross, forgive them, they know not what they do. And then see if you can extend in that way. for whatever way you've caused me pain or harm. I forgive you. I forgive your confusion. Not necessarily the act. I forgive your confusion. If you can even just get a glimpse of what that might look like or feel like. Just notice the softening of the heart. The unclenching. compassionate understanding. And if you're not quite there, let yourself be just where you are. I forgive you. It doesn't mean you have to be best friends. It doesn't mean you have to like them. It doesn't mean you can't protect yourself from, from them if they don't understand. Or they might cause you harm. You can have very healthy boundaries and still extend that compassionate understanding from a safe distance.
Make sure you feel safe. and protected. I forgive you. Just try it on. And if you're not quite there, you might just have the intention that maybe sometime you'll be able to. To err is human, to forgive divine. And now come back to yourself. Get grounded in your body and in your mind and in your heart. Come back to here and appreciate the intention that you have just brought to these practices. the wholesome intention in your heart. We can just take a few minutes if, if anything's come up from that. Uh, if you're stirred up, by the way, or there's a lot going on, you might just put your hand on your heart and comfort yourself and calm yourself, soothe it, appreciate yourself. The relationship between metta and forgiveness. Yeah, um, they they go hand in hand. There, there, there's an opening. There's a generosity of heart. You know, metta is a 
is a, an expansive, generous, not wanting something for, for ourselves, but a, an outflow of goodwill. And forgiveness is that same movement of, of the heart that, that is, it's a, there's a real generosity there, isn't there? And, and the, if the heart is closed with contraction, um, it's, it's hard for the, it gets in the way of that, of that openness. So uh, forgiveness is a real support for, uh, for metta in that way. They work hand in hand. As I say, sometimes uh, you can start with a little bit of forgiveness in a, uh, as you're doing a period of metta. You see that, that it, it flows in a, in a lovely way, if you can get in touch with it. Yeah. Anything else? Okay, so um, whatever your experience, Fine, there's no report card in this. And just know that there is that capacity in one moment to soften the heart. And there's, it, there's such a relief and release and it opens up uh, a lot of energy when you're ready. And until you're ready, uh, just be right where you are and process whatever needs to be processed. Um, <laughs> I'm just thinking of the, the famous discourse by the Buddha, the, the simile of the saw, it's called. It's the highest level of keeping your heart open. He says, finally, at the end of this this discourse, even if bandits captured you and were sawing off your limb, do not respond with hatred and ill will. That's a pretty high bar. Yeah. <laughs> and there's a difference between uh, anger and hatred, wishing somebody harm. So it's not to say you, we all feel angry at times. It's natural. When it gets into hatred and wishing harm, we're the ones that are getting poisoned. So it's just something to, to think about. It is how it works, that, that hatred, and there's so much hatred in this world. Hatred never ceases by hatred, the Buddha says. Hatred only ceases by love. This is an ancient and eternal law. So anger, aversion, understandable. If you're filled with hatred and ill will wishing somebody harm, just notice the effects on that and and see about holding it with a lot of compassion and processing, um, but see that uh, there might be another way. Okay, so, oh, yes, is it?
that you don't have, not condoning the act, condoning, meaning, oh well, it was really okay. And forgiving, when I, this is how I see it, forgiving, when I understand what was going, even getting a glimpse, no matter what, you know, I won't name names, but there's a lot of people that could trigger our, our responses. If I understand the confusion and the, the, the littleness inside, um, then there's compassion. It doesn't mean that I say, okay, it's cool, and I do everything I can to, um, to protect, to take care of myself, protect others, uh, but harboring hatred, I'm the one that suffers. So we're just understanding, imagining what's going on in that being's mind, and um, that's different from condoning the action. Okay, time for walking. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.